Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. We are definitely well and surely into the autumn feels in Sydney. I'm absolutely just, I'm already obsessed with the chilly vibes. I am still recovering, I think, in terms of exhaustion from my bachelorette party on the weekend. I, if you follow me on social media, you will have watched along with me, but I honestly had the best day. I can't even believe how much love I felt. I just have the best girlfriends in the entire world. I had the most incredible day. We had a long lunch. We went out on an incredible boat out on the harbor and it was just, yeah, it was amazing. I had so, so much fun. Um, I think it's so surreal to have that over as well because I think once that's done, you're like, okay, it's like a couple weeks and we have the wedding. So it is sort of weird. I know Thomas and I, when we obviously reconvened after both of our like bachelor bachelorettes, we were both just like, I'm, it's just weird now that that's over because I think we talked about it for so long and you plan it for so, so long. And then you kind of know like, okay, like that's over now. So I think as fun as that was, it so takes it out of you as well. Like you just completely let loose. You have the best time. I think obviously I was a little bit hungover, but more so just like you're on such a high and you're so on that once it's over, you're just like, you kind of fall into like an exhausted heap. So I think It's midweek, but I'm still (laughs) like, I'm still in that exhausted heap. But obviously, now our priority is just gearing up for the wedding in, I think, about three and a bit weeks, which is just crazy. I think we are just going to lay so insanely low for the next couple of weeks. Obviously, I've been peripherally aware that I feel like COVID is making another play for our lives and is just making the rounds again. I know a lot of people that have just had like different colds and like different flus, which I absolutely don't want. I'm feeling like a little bit stuffy, but I think it's just because I'm exhausted and I'm just like getting back my energy levels back on track. But I think we just don't want to get sick. We want to feel our best. We're just going to stay off drinking for a little bit and just yeah, do whatever we feel up to, but just, you know, nothing crazy for the next couple of weeks. So yeah, um, for this episode, I am going to do a little bit of everything. I'm going to do my normal segment style episode rather than sort of a Q&A. I'm going to start with my social media journey. I know I have chatted about this a while ago on the podcast and I think I've spoken about it on my stories before, but I get so many questions from you guys about how I started on social media, my tips for social media, um, just sort of my journey. So I think I'm going to dive into that. I'm also going to talk about the supplements that I take. I take a lot of vitamins and different supplements and I have had questions about that as well. So I just thought I would do 
a little bit of a deep dive into my collection of supplements, the ones that I have found to be really helpful. Um, obviously, with a big fat disclaimer that you really should, you know, chat to a healthcare professional and understand what you might need specific to your body. But I'm just going to talk anecdotally about my journey and what's really helped me. And then just to wrap up the episode, I'm just going to talk briefly. I've had a scary amount of DMs from you guys talking about sort of getting out of a rut and like when you're feeling really demotivated, sort of how to get your groove back, I guess. And I think we've all been there. We've all sort of feel like we've fallen into a little bit of a heap at different times. So I'm just going to talk through like little tips that have worked for me in the past. Okay, as per usual, classic me, I haven't really, like, this is super unscripted, so I'm just going to go sort of top of my head, this is my sort of social media journey and how I sort of got to where I am now. Just with a big caveat over this segment, obviously social media doesn't look the way that it did when I first started to grow on Instagram. It just looks so different. But I'm just going to talk about my journey and then where I feel I'm at with social media now. So I got Instagram, I want to say midway through high school. And obviously Instagram was very different back then. It wasn't, you know, the platform that it is today. So it was a much easier environment to organically grow. I loved taking photos. It was just it brought me so much joy. I loved, you know, shooting just random places with my friends, going, taking photos of them, taking photos of me, different, putting outfits together, finding cute places around Sydney to take photos. I just loved it. I don't think it was quite a big deal at the time. I don't think I took it seriously at all. It was just like a bit of fun. But I think in like, my social circle and like, you know, in our area, it was like, you know, you were starting to kind of understand that people were like following each other. It was like becoming a little bit more of a big deal, but it wasn't huge. Like, I don't think we understood like how big it actually was. So then I want to say like later years of high school, I started to gain a bit of a following. I took it a little bit more seriously. Obviously it was a lot easier to grow, That was sort of my only platform. I wasn't really a Snapchatter. I just, that was sort of it for me. It was just Instagram. And I put sort of a moderate amount of effort in sort of those later high school years, I would say. But I I think it really kicked off when I graduated high school, went to uni. That was when I think creators were starting to actually have like a little bit of an impact online. And that was when I started to have like PR agencies reach out to me. I started to have brands reach out to me to shoot content for them. At this point, it was very much on like, you know, a contra basis. You were sort of picking whatever you wanted to do. It was just the novelty was very much there. I think I I still the love for shooting content in its form in the form that it was at the time was still so there for me. Like I just had so much fun with it. I had friends in the industry at this point, which 
also did that for either a living or they did it like me, which was sort of just a hobby, a side hustle. That was so much fun. I felt like we connected on that. We could go and spend time with each other. We would shoot content for each other. It was just so much fun. So I want to say those couple of years, those first few years out of high school was when it really, really popped off. I think more recently now, like Instagram, I still love it. Like I love it for what it is. I just don't have that same like passion for Instagram that I used to have. I know that this sounds like so grandma, but like I really do love using Instagram now to just like see what my friends are doing and like see what everyone's up to. Like I really feel like it wasn't for that for me for a really long time. Like I didn't really use it as like a vessel for me to see what other people are up to. It was more a tool that I used to like leverage my own social platform and how to sort of you know, work with brands, like create content that was beneficial to me. I feel like that was where my head was at for years. And now it's more, I don't want to say like organic because it sounds so dickish, but I just feel like I'm so much less calculated about my Instagram content now. It's like not even funny. Like when I think about the way that I built my Instagram initially, like it was so curated, like it was thought out every step of the way and now it just feels like that's such a foreign concept to me to create content in that really structured way and I also feel if you are looking at it from like a business engagement like growing a community like people don't really resonate with that content the way that they used to I think people used to think it was aspirational and it was cool I don't think people care that much anymore. Like people want to look up to people and find people aspirational that in many ways their style is attainable. Their lifestyle could potentially also be attainable. I I think in many ways they want to see what you're really doing. Like people don't want that over manicured styled content anymore. And to be completely honest, I feel like the desire for it for me also coincided with my lack of interest to create that really, really curated content anyway. So Instagram has become a lot less stressful for me because I just don't have that same feeling towards it. I don't want to create content like that anymore. I really do tend to just upload much more authentic, honest photos on my Instagram, like Photo dumps are just, I know they're the cringiest thing ever. I feel like they're super cheeky, but like I love them so much. Just, you know, you're not posting on your feed every other day like you used to. You're like, you're actually just posting about what you're doing and what your life looks like. And if people think your life looks cool or people think that your life is somehow aspirational, that's just like cool, but it's just your life. And in many ways, like for me, my life is work and study and wedding planning and hanging out with my friends and if anyone enjoys looking at that I just that's amazing because that's the kind of content I look at on other people's and that I think is like cool so I'm just gonna keep doing that on Instagram because I just think I don't think the platform's going anywhere but I think that that overly curated look definitely has had its day so if you are looking to sort of grow on Instagram or you're looking to solidify your little community over there, I would say be as authentic as possible and try and just capture your life in a way that is just real. 
like capture what you're really doing, make your life as romanticized in your world as you can and you want it to be and just capture that. And I think that's what's going to resonate with people. That's what people want to see. And that's sort of where I think the platform's at anyway. I absolutely loathe how many reels there are on Instagram. I think it's like trying to be TikTok and it's just not landing for me. I do love reels. Like I love looking at reels, but I don't want every single thing that I upload to be a reel and I don't want every single thing other people upload to be a reel. Otherwise, it's just like, what is the point of this platform? Like I I could just like watch this on TikTok. It just doesn't make sense to me. So I think that kind of ticks me off about Instagram now and like how real focused it is but I don't know that's just me nitpicking about the platform but that would be that's sort of my journey on Instagram and my advice with TikTok it's just like a whole different ball game I love TikTok I spend way more time on TikTok than I do on Instagram I really think it is a safer more fun accessible platform that's just my thoughts I definitely grew a following on TikTok from quite literally sharing my day-to-day life. You know, get ready with me for work, come to work with me, study tips, putting outfits together, lifestyle videos, funny voiceovers, just like whatever tickled my fancy. And I think it just, that was what inspired me to start this podcast in the first place. It was the community that I developed over on TikTok was just like, my happy place. I loved chatting with you. I loved talking to you guys about like my career journey, about my, you know, working and studying and, you know, what it's really like to study law and my tips and putting looks together, which is just like my, one of my favorite things to do and like fashion and lifestyle and all those things. And I wanted to bring that into an environment like this podcast where I could just get on mic and talk about everything that I was already doing on TikTok, but in a more like long form arena, which is exactly what this podcast is. It's what I hope it continues to be. I would say that I don't want to give people like this false sense of social media. Like if you are really trying to break into this space, it's so doable. It's it's particularly with TikTok, it's more doable than ever. Like if you find your niche or you just are authentic and make your life your content, you so have the opportunity to do it. It's honestly, it's for everyone. Anyone can be a content creator. I've always felt that way. But it is work in many ways. Like for me, I already have a full-time job. I already have like study will no longer be, you know, a huge part of my life soon, but it has been for the last six years. And social media, if you let it, can be all-consuming and can be quite overwhelming. And I feel like don't lose the fun of it because that can be such a shame in my opinion. And I've constantly got to remind myself that it is meant to be a really enjoyable space. And I think when it starts to become like if you do grow a, a, even a small following like I have, you can sort of feel like, okay, I've got to be pumping out content every single day, every single day. It's like the community that you've created, like don't always expect that from you. Like you guys get where I'm at. Like you get where I'm at in my life. You get my 
like what's on my plate. And I feel like the stress of social media has eased because of that. Whereas before I felt like I was trying, particularly with Instagram, like you're trying to produce the amount of content that other content creators are producing. And you kind of feel like you're falling behind the eight ball if you're not like posting every single day. Whereas now, you know, you'll see people talk about to grow on TikTok, you've got to post three times a day. I'm like, I'm not, who's doing that? Like who, if they're just, if it's not your full-time job, like who is doing that? I don't know anyone who has time for that. So I just feel like if you're trying to grow, but you don't want it to be your full-time job, like it's not mine, it's never going to be mine. I feel like I just want it to be a place where I can chat with people that are like-minded, that are like me, and I can share content that resonates with you guys. And that's what I want it to be. Working with brands is a bonus. It's all just, it. it's meant to be fun. And my biggest piece of advice, if you are trying to break into it, is to never lose sight of what it's designed to be. And don't, don't just, just don't take it too seriously. I think that can also be a really great way to grow because I think people can spot the authenticity from a mile away these days. Okay, sorry about that, guys. When I paused to start the new segment, I was like, oh, that was long. So (laughs) I'm sorry if that was of no interest to some of you, but I do get asked those questions a lot. So I just figured I'm just going to brain dump about all the social media. So I'm just going to have a chat sort of briefly about my supplement vitamin routine. I take them every day. I've gotten really good about it. For a while there, it was sort of a couple of times a week. I would forget to take them. It wasn't a religious process for me. I would say where I've seen the most benefit is when I do it every day and I actually remember to do it every day. So I'm just going to talk through the ones that I take and that I love. And this isn't me saying that you should be taking them. I think I recently had a full panel of blood tests done. I know where my health's at. And I think I mean, luckily for me, I'm not deficient in anything, but I did explain what I was taking and what I was doing. And obviously my doctor has said, you know, this is why things are level for you because you knew what you needed to be taking and now we're at a a good place. So obviously you should be taking what you need. A lot of these are more additional supplements rather than vitamins, but I'm just going to talk through everything. I would say my most used brands are well Wellco and JS Health. JS Health, I take a bunch of different things. Um, depending on the period of time that I'm in, I if I'm in a high stress time, whether that be in the lead up to the wedding, whether that be exam periods, you might be going through a lot at work. There's a combo of two JS Health pills that I take. There is one called anxiety and stress, and there's one called mood and emotional balance, and I take them together. And I just find that it's just, it's obviously not prescription. It's a vitamin, so don't expect it to heal all of your issues, but it does use things like ashwagandha and uh, saffron and things like that, which have been in Eastern medicine used forever to sort of calm the nervous system. And I think that it does work. That's just my anecdotal opinion. I take them together. I find that they're the most helpful together. So that is my thoughts. Uh, I'm. This might be a massive TMI, guys, but I don't take this anymore. But 
I did take it and I think that I just want to mention it. Years and years ago, I used to be plagued with kidney problems. I struggled a lot with urinary tract infections and I would get them once every month or once every six weeks. It was debilitating for my immune system. Obviously, it was immeasurably painful and it got to a point where I actually got immune to a strain of antibiotics because I was on them so often, which is, if you know anything about antibiotics, you know it's incredibly dangerous to be immune to a strain of them, So, which is why it's really it's recommended you take antibiotics when you really, really need it. I took a probiotic, which was specific for UTI support from JS Health, and I found that to be incredibly helpful. I also used something called Hiprex, which... I was told by a specialist, but you can buy it in any pharmacy. So if you are a girly like me who struggled for years with UTIs, I highly, highly recommend that you try those because they really were so helpful for me. And I haven't had a UTI in about, I don't know, three and a half years, four years, which is just like crazy because I remember how much they plagued my life. So just a thought, because while I'm talking about JS Health, I just remembered I don't have them anymore, but I remember using them often. Um, I use the hair and energy pills from JS Health. I swear by those. I've used them for years. I go through phases with my hair. I scarily like started to lose a lot of hair this season, like going from summer into cooler weather. And I was starting to be freaked out, like the amount of hair around the house, guys, like I was vacuuming, like it was nobody's business. And I was genuinely worried, like if something's wrong, I went and got a full panel of blood tests. There's nothing wrong. I wanted to check everything. Like I want to check my thyroid. I wanted to literally check everything. And there's nothing wrong. So I think it's just the change of season and I'm just a big fat hypochondriac but the JS Health Hair and Energy I absolutely love I know that it that one's talked about a lot and it's promoted a lot but I think with good reason I also take uh I switch these out like I don't take the hair and energy ones with this one it, it'll just depend like sometimes you run out of something I'll use this and then when that runs out I'll get the other one it's just sort of my routine I use the hair elixir from Wellco which I also love it's got a really good natural combination of things to help strengthen and grow your hair I also have the skin elixir from Wellco which I also love very very natural combination of different B vitamins zincs uh, a myriad of different things that are really good for um, helping your skin barrier. Also, just wanted to preface none of this is sponsored, like none, none of it, literally zero things in this episode is sponsored. I bought all of this. Um, the next thing that I take is high strength vitamin B12. I used to get B12 injections, which have become a lot more mainstream. Uh, I'm actually in need to go and get a new pack myself. Um, they're just more effective for me. Uh, I'm not saying that they'd be right for you. I also take the Swiss, uh, the Swiss brand vitamin B12, which is also amazing. B12 is really good for your central nervous system and it helps you to rejuvenate your red blood cells, energy production, all of that. Um, I take iron. I think iron is a really interesting thing. I think a lot of women are deficient in iron and don't know it. Um, and I highly recommend going and speaking to your doctor and getting blood tests if you might be fatigued or anything like that, because honestly, most women 
have been deficient in iron at some point in their lives. And it actually is a bit of a journey to rejuvenate your iron storage in your body. It doesn't happen overnight. You do have to, it takes months to build the iron up in your body. So if you are feeling like maybe you haven't checked in a long time, which was kind of me, uh, go and get a blood test and check. So I do take iron. Um, I have a pill called 80. I want to call it. It's A-E-D-E, the power of wellness. I actually did get sent this a while ago, but I, I'm almost out. They're quite a big pack. It supports hair, skin, and nail health. And I just, yeah, I feel like anecdotally, this product's really good. Obviously, all of this is anecdotal because I can't, I don't know how it's going to work for everybody, but it could also be a combination. Like when you're taking a few things, they could be working really well together. Kind of like I said with the JS Health ones, like the anxiety and stress with the mood and emotional balance just are a really good combo for me. I think you do need to go on your own journey with vitamins and supplements. And it's obviously important that you check with your doctor what's right for you. They are sort of my go-tos. And I have been using those for a really long time. And I just think that Everyone is a form of self-care to be prioritizing your health, obviously. So if you do think that you might need to go and check if you're deficient in things, I think that's a really important thing, particularly for women. We deal with a lot of stuff with our hormones, particularly you might be on birth control. Things can just like be out of whack and you don't even know it. So I highly recommend if you haven't go to your doctor and just particularly if you're noticing some things about yourself, it's always important to ask a professional. Okay, just to wrap up this episode, because I know I've been ranting a lot more than I planned. I just wanted to talk about going through those periods of low motivation. I've had a scary amount of DMs from you guys on the Kindest Regards pod about suffering through low motivation. And I just want you know, obviously you probably already know this, but I just want you to know that it's completely normal. And I find it's a learned skill for me, but I've read a quote years and years and years ago that said, in times of low motivation, discipline must prevail. And for me, that actually got me through some difficult times because there are moments, particularly if you're someone like me, who has always got a lot on their plate, and might have a lot of balls in the air, sometimes you do have low motivation and you just think, oh my God, my energy is so low. I can't do this. This is just too much. I've I've like overdone it. Like I've overcooked this for myself. There's just too much going on. I feel like they're the moments where like you're not expected to be motivated all the time. I don't know where this hustle culture has made everybody feel like you should be driven at all times. You should be motivated every day of the week. You should never have these like peaks and troughs. It's like what kind of superhuman is going through life with high levels of motivation every day? Like that's just so unattainable. And it's sad to me that we're made to feel like that is should be a normal state of being. But in saying that, if whenever you're like trying to hustle towards your goal of whatever that goal may be, if you have a goal in mind, I do feel like if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And there's probably a reason why it's hard and there's a reason why it's challenging. And through those times where you aren't motivated, you just have to be disciplined, which is why like routines are so important and knowing 
your own triggers and how to manage stress well for you is so important because you are going to have moments of low motivation no matter what you do in any job you have. You're going to have times of low motivation in any degree you're doing. You're going to have moments of low motivation. Any side hustle that you're putting creative energy and extra time into, you're going to have times of low motivation. And I think it's about knowing how to be disciplined during those times. So, you know, for me, if I'm not eating 80% healthy, if I'm not prioritizing my mental health, if I'm not, you know, investing time in the things that I love doing and spending time with the people that fill my cup, if I'm not getting enough sleep, if I'm not taking enough time to rest, that you're, I'm setting myself up for failure. So if I know that I'm being disciplined and I'm putting in all the right amount of time and effort and energy into my routine, I know for a fact that I'm going to be able to be disciplined in those times where the motivation to succeed and the motivation to hustle is just not there. (laughs) And I think that would be my big thing is just try and find your way, your routine, your process that allows you to be disciplined during those times. But I think I just want to end on the note of like, please don't buy into the rhetoric that can be very much on girl boss culture that you are meant to be motivated every day of the week, 24 seven. You're never meant to lose sight of why you're doing it and how hard it is because you are and it's normal. And I just want you everyone to have the tools in their toolkit to be disciplined during those moments which is why I guess I preach about you know having an important grasp on your self-care and your routine because that is what is going to prevail thank you guys so much for listening as always I'm so grateful to each and every one of you if you have any questions if you have any topics that you want me to chat about in the foreseeable future on the podcast please as always send me a message I try and get back to every single one of you you guys are just gonna I'm, I'm gonna come back to you in an episode or two with the, the game plan over the next little while I love doing this weekly but with the wedding coming up and obviously I'm going to be away for weeks for my honeymoon. I just want to find a way that I can obviously produce this podcast for you guys, but just find a way that I am going to be able to have those moments without worrying that I'm slacking off. So bear with me. I will be coming back with a plan and hopefully you guys will just have a little extra grace with me. But Thank you guys as always, and I will chat to you next week.